Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. The kitchen is the heart of the home. It's where we gather, create, experiment, and nourish ourselves at least a few times a day. So what happens when this room is a disaster of clutter? It can throw off everything else in our lives. To keep things running smoothly, we're going to take eight easy steps to get our kitchen in order. This process can usually be completed in a few hours, especially if you persuade a spouse or friend to help. Step one, purge the trash. The first step to getting a clean and clutter-free kitchen is to purge. Go into your pantry or cupboards and pull out the food items one at a time. As you pull out each unopened item, take a quick peek at the expiration date. If the expiration date is in the past, toss the item in the trash. You may be able to find organizations in your area that will accept unopened items of food with recent expiration dates, but I recommend calling them in advance to confirm before heading over. If you find open bags of chips and crackers, try and remember when you open them. Should they still be okay to eat? If you're brave, taste one. If it's stale, toss the whole bag or box. If it's still fresh, put it with the other good food. If you aren't brave enough to taste one, that's a pretty strong sign you should toss the whole thing immediately. As you start taking everything out, you will likely find stray wrappers, all but empty boxes of cereal, and a few other things that you'll be able to easily classify as trash. Step two, clear the cabinets. Next, focus on your cabinets and drawers. Pull out each and every utensil, gadget, appliance, and dish. If it isn't functional, toss it in the trash. This would include plastic storage containers that are missing lids, water bottles and travel coffee mugs that dribble, single chopsticks, and all those stray items you put away hoping that their other halves would come back someday. Step three, clean. Now that you have empty shelves and drawers, give them a good cleaning. A bucket of soapy water or a spray bottle of surface cleaner and a rag will clean up most messes. If you have a lot of crumbs, you may want to sweep or even vacuum the surface before wiping. Once the surfaces are clean, you can add your drawer and shelf liner to any surface you want to protect. The squishy foam liners are great for drawers because they keep your utensils from sliding as the drawer opens and closes. For shelves with food being stored on them, I recommend using the non-adhesive shelf liner because it's easier to apply and remove if you rearrange or move to a new home. Step number four, form versus function. Now it's the time to sort through all the good food and functional items. Food with an expiration date in the future can be put into piles with like items. For example, put all your pasta in a pile, all your soup in another one. With all the items that are still functional, sort them into like items too. Coffee mugs together, drinking glasses together, knives and other sharp items together, adult dishes can go near, but separate from kid dishes, and so on. Once you have all the items sorted, you will likely start to see that you have unnecessary multiples. Determine how many you need and start gathering items to be donated or given away. For example, if you have three can openers and you decide you're never going to need more than one at a time, pick your favorite to keep and set the other two aside to be donated. Or say you decide you need two large chef knives because you don't want to have to wash one when switching from cutting meats to vegetables each night, you can give away any additional chef's knives to friends or family or donate them. The same applies with food. Food that is still fresh and unopened, but your family doesn't eat, can be given to friends, family, or food banks. Step five, inspect your gadgets. Next, start looking at your gadgets, cookware, bakeware, and dishes. What things do you not use anymore? If they don't get used on a regular basis, for dishes that's at least once a month, 
specialty items like roasting pans at least once a year. Put them in your giveaway pile. This is where some people have a tough time, mostly because we know how much money was spent on these items. Power through the twinges of guilt you may feel at this time and try to be as objective as possible. If you don't use an item, it's just taking up space. Step number six, stick together. Once you've determined which items are staying in your kitchen, grab a pad of sticky notes and start writing down all the themes of the items you have, one per note. When you have a stack of notes with cups on one, plastic storage on another, silverware, and the like on them, start placing the sticky notes on the shelf or drawer where you intend to store that item. Measure the space as needed to make sure the items will fit. Do this until all your items have been designated as space. It may be tempting to skip this step and start putting things back on the shelves, but please learn from my years of experience that it is much easier to move a sticky note multiple times than it is to move a stack of dishes. You will save yourself a lot of time and effort with this one step. Some things to keep in mind as you place the sticky notes are, who do I want to use or eat this item? And how often will this item be used? Remember that whatever is at eye level and easily reached will be used or eaten more. If you want your family to eat more healthy foods, keep the shelves at eye level and below stocked with healthy options. With small appliances or larger items, keep the ones that you use more often at the front of shelves and easy to reach. Step number seven, storage options. Once your items are in their cabinets, determine if storage containers would make your spaces look and function better. CD storage baskets are great for holding packages of microwave popcorn, granola bars, and other small prepackaged foods. Medium-sized baskets can hold individual bags of chips and sweets for kids to grab as snacks. Turntables can enable you to keep all your bottles of cooking oils, vinegar, and sauces in a small space, but easily visible with one spin. Small wire shelves will allow you easy access to two levels of cans or boxes. Step number eight, label. Finally, to make sure everything gets to where it belongs, get out your label maker. How many labels you use is up to you, but know that the more you label in the beginning, the easier it will be to train your family members where things go. The kitchen is my favorite room to organize at home because the results often launch my clients into organizing their next space. Now that your kitchen is complete, what area of life will you tackle next? If you have a question about anything in this episode or a suggestion for a future podcast, send me an email at domesticceo at quickanddirtytips.com or paste it on the Domestic CEO Facebook wall. I'm the Domestic CEO, helping you love your home.